my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the New Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 392. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting me. And today, I want to talk about standards. I want to give a quick story and then give some simple, helpful perspective on what it means, what it actually means to have standards in life in your dating life for sure, but also just in general, and how to never talk yourself out of having a standard or to arrive at a conclusion that you're too picky for having them. So I'll start with a quick story, um, which is last weekend here in Chicago, I was out with a couple of friends and one of them, uh, Sean, what's up, Sean? Sean was telling me a story about how when he lived in New York City a couple years back, he had this interaction with a girl out at a bar one night. He was out at this bar in New York somewhere, and he started chatting up with this girl who he described in his own words as a New York 10. Uh, (laughs) So take that for what it's worth. But he said they were really hitting it off. They were chatting. they They were doing the thing. And he says they were both clearly into each other. There was, you know, reciprocity there. And so at one point, he did the natural thing, I suppose. They were both single. He said, hey, you know, we should go out on a date sometime. What are you doing on Saturday? <laughs> That's what he said. And apparently, the second he said that, she started laughing at him, like full on laughing in his face uh, right after he said that. What are you doing on Saturday? And of course, he was like, huh? What? What, what are you like uh, booked on Saturday or something? How about the following weekend? And uh, <laughs> the way he told the story was, was hilarious. I'm probably not doing it justice, but she was laughing at him. And then she said the following, and this is what I want to talk about as a segue into standards. She said, Saturday, hot chicks don't give up a good Saturday. <laughs> That's what she said. Hot chicks don't give up a good Saturday. And uh, hold your judgment for a second here, because at a glance, 
one who refers to themselves as a hot chick, like in real life. And uh, two, I, I, I would react to that and be like, wow, it's, it's, a, it's a bold statement. It's kind of full of yourself. So hold your judgment for a second there. So she said that, but then they started chatting um, about why she said that, because obviously Sean wasn't just going to let that go <laughs> without some kind of explanation. And she explained that she had made a decision that she didn't go on first dates on the weekends because weekends are for her. They're for her. They're for her things. They're for her friends. They're for her priorities. They're the things that for her are sure things. And she explained that she wanted to make the most of New York City and she was saving her weekends for the things that she really cared about until someone proved that they were worthy of a Saturday. Until she knew that, you know, she cared about someone or something enough um, that they could get a Saturday spot. And until then, they got a weekday spot. <laughs> so I guess the thinking here for her was, you know, you go on a bad date on a, on a Tuesday, for instance. Uh, it's not like you really lost a good day because you didn't really have strong Tuesday plans anyway. But she didn't want to go on a first date on a Saturday because it would, you know, it could be a total dud. And then you could have been doing all these other fun, personal things like, you know, going out with your friends or I don't know, whatever she wanted to do. Go exploring museums, something personal, something that she really prioritized. Right. And so long story short, they ended up, Sean and, and this this girl ended up uh, going out. They had a great time. He said they went out a couple of times, but then eventually the relationship fizzled out or whatever. Pretty classic New York dating story. But I wanted to share this story and the headline, Hot Chicks Don't Give Up a Good Saturday, because I actually like the concept behind it. The concept behind it. Don't get hung up on, you know, kind of her delivery or the bold statement or someone referring to themselves that way. I like the sentiment behind this. That's a sentiment that says, here is a specific standard I have, and I am not wavering from it. In her case, I kind of respect it. You know, she made this decision. Maybe she was in a relationship the previous summer in New York City, and she didn't get that New York City experience. So here she is saying, hey, I'm going to prioritize myself this summer. I'm going to get out there and, and do the things that I want. I'm going to choose the people that I hang out with. And the things that I do on the days that I choose, <laughs> that is her standard. And I dig that. That's a vibe. It's a, it's a vibe to have a standard like that, a specific standard, a specific standard for sure. But it also leaves room for opportunity, right? The weekdays, in her, in her case, right? She leaves the weekdays open to, to more and discovering. Um, but it's a standard for her to not give anyone a, a, a top tier weekend slot in her dating calendar. That is her standard. And I, I like it. And I want to plant this idea in your head. Not that specifically. I want to plant the idea that you are a literal or a uh, metaphorical hot chick. And you have a standard or two that you refuse to budge on. You do. Or you should. <laughs> and it's a standard that says, here it is. Here's my standard. And I'm not wavering on this. And obviously, it's not particularly helpful for me to say, have standards. Standards are good. We all know that we should have standards, right? Of course, we know that. And oftentimes, we do. But here is how life goes and why I wanted to do this episode here. Life goes like this. We have a standard. We develop that standard. Great. But then it's not met. And then time moves forward. And then you go on a bad date. And then you go on another bad date and another bad date. And you start to doubt yourself. You start to feel lonely. You start to watch life pass you by. And so you slowly start to make concessions against that standard. You, you find yourself saying things like, well, 
you know, but he's six two, so you know, or well, he knows how to cook, so or yeah, but she's just so hot. Things like that. Yeah, but well, <laughs> right? We slowly start to let go of that standard in favor of making excuses or practically literally just making room for things and people that don't fit the standard. Like, for instance, I screenshotted this from TikTok the other day. I was triggered by it. It was literally just a TikTok um, of a woman. Uh, it was like a photo of her and the text overlaid that said, me, it was like point of view, me telling a guy, I don't want a relationship either. And I'm down to just go with the flow because I've convinced myself he will fall in love with me and make him make me his girlfriend if I do. That is what I'm talking about. That's her saying, I don't want a relationship either, even though she really did, because she thought deep down that going with the flow, being the cool, chill chick would ultimately reward her with what she wanted. And obviously, that is very against any standard that she wanted. And I'm sure at some point she had that standard. You know, she probably said, I'm only dating people who have the same intention as I do. I'm only interested in someone who's looking for the same things that I'm looking for. I'm only looking for someone who's looking for something serious, right? She said those things. She had that standard. But then life happened. She got impatient. She talked herself out of that standard. And voila, now she's in a wonderful thing called a situationship. It's a story as old as time. So literally with this episode, I just wanted to remind us that it's not picky. It's not too much. It's not anything to have a standard and to refuse to budge from it. No buts, no buts, no, but I'm getting older, so no, but they're 6'3", but they're hot, but they can cook, but they have a boat. None of that. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, 
anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. There's a time and place in life for that. Absolutely. There's a time for saying, fuck it. You know, I'm going for it. Absolutely. That's what I refer in my book, Single is Your Superpower, as your hoe phase. It's a fun learning phase where you go out and you learn through experience what you really want. And so that phase is about those things. It's about challenging who you're attracted to, challenging your type, challenging habits, challenging your routines. It's about being open to new things and new people and all those buts, right? But, <laughs> but once you have decided that you're done with that phase in life, you've learned what you want and you have that intention guiding you, then there's no more time for buts. There's just you and your standard. And if that standard right now is you honoring yourself and your weekends, that's great. That's fantastic. Hot chicks don't give away a good Saturday. Fine. What is your standard? What is your standard that you refuse to budge on? Is it that you're only dating people who are serious about a relationship? Okay. Is it that you're only dating people who want kids? Okay. Is it that you're going to be single for the summer? Okay. Love it. What is your standard? Make that your deal breaker. And here's a thought on how to come up with your standard because it's easy to go find a list of standards and just borrow something that you saw on social media. What is your standard? What is your standard? And I think the key to knowing that is to look to your past. I've talked about this topic on the podcast before when I talked about the difference between being picky and having a standard. Being picky is like version 1.0 of who you are. It's the old version of you. It's where you would say things like, ah, I know I deserve better and more. I don't, I don't know exactly what it is, but I'll, I'll know it when I find it, right? When you're picky, it's like you don't know exactly what you want and what you deserve, but you know that you should want more. And I think that's fine. But having a high standard, having standards is version 2.0 of that person because it's built on experience. It's why you can say, I've experienced this and therefore I know a red flag. I know that that's not how I want to feel. I know what I want. I have proof of what I want and what I deserve. I have proof of why I have this standard. Having a standard means you know why you have that standard. It means you know what you deserve. It means you don't jump at the first thing that smiles at you. It means you're building from experience. A standard comes from experience. Practically, it means you lived through the opposite of what you want and what you deserve. And now, because of that experience, you're rooted in that standard. So to find your standard, ask yourself, what is something in your past that taught you a lesson? Is there something in your past that taught you that you should have a higher standard? Yes, there is an ex, there was a relationship, there was an experience that taught you that thing. Great, that is your standard. And past experience is what created it for you. So turn to your past and ask yourself, what have I learned? I, me, right? What have I learned through experience? Maybe it's that you're not ready for a serious relationship again. And so your standard is you're just going to have fun. Maybe it's something specific about love languages or communication styles. Maybe it's something about values or views on life. Whatever it is, it's up to you. But the moment you create a standard and it's from past experience and you can say, here is why this is my standard, that removes any possibility that you're too picky. End of story. Your past. Your past is what cements it. So that is your standard. 
That is your standard. And then you take it out into the world and you refuse to ever allow but to override it. That is your standard. That is your hot chicks don't give up a good Saturday standard. And notice here, I'm really just talking like one standard, maybe two standards. But I say that because I have found that when it comes to buts, when it comes to making concessions, when it comes to starting off with a strong sense of self, but then slowly losing it until you're that go with the flow person in the situationship, that circumstance comes from not being specific and limited in what your standard is. If you have a list of, say, 20 standards, if you have a list of uh, vague, ambiguous standards, you enter into a zone of decision paralysis. That is, you have too many standards that you can't even pinpoint what they actually look like. And when you have too many vague, undefined, impersonal, no why standards, what I found happens is you basically have no standards. Because decision, decision paralysis is a thing where if you present yourself with too many things, call it too many choices, you end up choosing none. You end up choosing nothing. You have no standard. So when it comes to this topic of standards, of not being too picky, fear of being too picky, I really advocate for choosing one big personal from experience standard. One big experience, one standard that encompasses a lot for you. And that is the one standard you refuse to budge on. You refuse to negotiate on it. That is your weekend standard. That is for you. And for sure, you remain open-minded. You're not hung up on it so much so that you refuse to see if someone can meet it. You give them a Tuesday, right? You let them in. You practice all the things I talk about in the podcast, being willing to try first and love first and be vulnerable first. But you let that one big personal from experience standard guide you. And that's all I want to say with this episode. <laughs> what is your one standard in dating and friendships in your current relationship? What is that one thing that comes from experience that is personal, that has a big why attached to it? Make that your guiding light and see how it improves the outcomes in your dating life. So that's it. I'll end it right there. If this was helpful, I'd be so grateful if you would share the podcast with a friend and if you could just take a couple of seconds and give the show a five-star rating and review, that'd be super helpful. Helps the show grow. It means a lot to me. But that is it. Thank you so much, as always, for supporting me by visiting newmindsethoodist.com and for listening. And until next episode, I'm out. gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation 
with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.